You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Pain.tv slash gold. All right, folks, let's take a look at this article here. This is at focuscom.com. And if you remember yesterday in the World Economic Forum panel discussion, the woman uh, from Duke University, the futurist, she was talking about a scarf that one would wear, like a dog's shock collar. And if you happen to drift off at work, boom, it will buzz your neck like a cattle prod. And it will wake you up. She found that to be quite amusing. So I said to myself, no, this cannot be real, folks. This could not be real. Well, to my surprise, focuscom.com. It says, and not just for people who suffer from ADD or ADHD. No one can be 100% focused every day all the time, but we can improve focus with training. We have to train you like a dog. Goes on to say, with everything going on in our lives, it's easy to lose track of things. We make mistakes because we're not focused on the task at hand. We miss important information because we haven't been paying attention. And too often we lose focus because our minds aren't trained to be engaged at critical moments. I think that's called being human. Ah, but that is outlawed in this society. That is outlawed in the technological state. That is outlawed in the technocratic system, folks. You can no longer be human because humans are inefficient, stupid little creatures. Goes on to say a recent study by MIT Media Labs is beginning to show that there are solutions. By combining the Focuscom headband with a special scarf that provided feedback when focus levels dropped, the study showed that providing real-time reminders to focus can actually help students feel more engaged with the content they're viewing and that training can improve their scores on tests from those lectures. It says here, the study divided participants into three groups. The first wore our headband and the feedback scarf but received no alerts at all. The second got random feedback about focus levels from the scarf throughout the session, but the alerts weren't related to any mindset data from the headband. The third was given a gentle haptic buzz when their focus and attention levels, as reported by our EEG wearable device, dropped below a certain level. A haptic buzz, folks. A haptic buzz. The human dog shock collar, ladies and gentlemen. And if you agree to wear one of these, you deserve to be shocked. I'd like to shock you back into reality. Wake up! Take off the smart devices. They are watching you, tracking you, controlling you. Remember, whatever they can take out of you, they could put back into you. They could put things into you. They can use certain pulses. God only knows what they're doing, folks. Goes on to say each group was given a lecture on a complex topic. The study groups sat through various presentations with content that ranged from dry and boring to interesting and exciting, as rated by the lecturer. Across all types of content, the participants who had their attention levels monitored by Focuscom showed 
higher focus. And so they show a little chart here. And this is average engagement scores on Y-axis computed from the EEG data across different lectures. And so they did a lecture on DNA, a lecture on Bitcoins, and a lecture on neural networks. And so if they had biofeedback, that's in the yellow if you're looking at the uh, pain.tv slash gold video feed. Uh, green would be random and orange would be no feedback. So what they're saying in all three of these categories, DNA, Bitcoins, and neural networks, those were the lectures. No feedback had the lowest score. Uh, random had green. But if they were getting the biofeedback, wearing the focus uh, headband and the zapper scarf, their scores were high. But it wasn't just that their focus levels were higher and more consistent. After the presentations, each participant was given a quiz to measure their retention and understanding of the material. And the results of the haptic training were impressive. They were. If we shocked these people. Uh, now, I, I wonder what would happen, let's say, if you had a student. You just take one student in the class. And he's sitting there and you have Ben Stein come in. Bueller, Bueller, he comes in and he does a lecture on Bitcoin. Yeah, Bitcoin was founded by a Japanese guy that no one knows. And the kid starts falling asleep and you walk up and you smash him in the face with a tennis racket. Do you think he might focus for the rest of the class? Yeah, then you could say, hey, smashing kids in the face with a tennis racket actually works. It goes on to say the group that received focus feedback scored more than 30% better than those that received random signals and more than 40% higher than those that got no reminders to focus. And so they have another chart here. Users correct answers for content-based questions after each lecture. And so you had session one, session two, session three. And then again, yellow is biofeedback, green is random, and the orange is no feedback. So what they're saying is across session one, two, and three, if you had the biofeedback, your test scores were actually higher. If you had random feedback, you're in the middle, and no feedback, you're at the bottom. So if you allow them to shock collar you, then... Ba-boom! Guess what, folks? You're going to get higher test scores. You're a better human. You're more efficient. You're more focused. So what's the answer? We need to get this stuff into the classroom. Goes on to say all three of the researchers' hypothesis were shown to have merit. One, haptic feedback will increase EEG-based uh, engagement score. Two, haptic feedback will improve learning performance. That's the little buzz shock, folks. Number three, participants will appreciate the haptic feedback when evaluating the system. Oh, I love to be shocked. Of course, this is just one small study, and there's certainly a lot more to look into. Wow, I'm glad they clarified that, folks. But we're excited that real-time focus training with Focuscom could have real impacts on students and adults as they try to navigate our confusing, distracting world. If you'd like to read the entire study, you can click here. So if you want to find this, just Google uh, Focuscom and look up like haptic scarf buzz. I think that's how I found it, actually, folks. All right, now... What we're going to do, big surprise, big surprise I want to unveil here and show you one of the people who is investing behind EEG. Now, I did not spend 
a ton of time on this because it's going to be part of a longer series, but I always have to check to see if my favorite transhumanist technocrat, government oligarch, government contractor, and uh, a guy backed by the CIA, a guy who has his software in almost every single government company. He controls a lot of stuff. Big guy in the beginning phases of singularity going back to 2006. He said transhumanism, which is a transitional human, which leads towards post-human, which is no humanity. He said transhumanism and Christianity are basically the same because they both offer you eternal life, one with God in the heavens, the other here on earth with immortality with our favorite friend, Peter Thiel. So let's look at variety.com. And folks, you could listen to my Peter Thiel. Peter Thiel, however you want to say it, it's T-H-I-E-L. Most pronounce it Thiel. I say Thiel now so that if I forget to tell you that, and you're going to go Google him, you'll put in the T-H so you can find him. But I've done a whole series on this guy. He backed uh, Donald Trump. He backed the new MAGA candidates, Blake Masters and J.D. Vance, who have worked for him for years. They're basically his acolytes. This guy is involved with uh, immortality, injecting young blood into people. He's involved with all types of stuff. His software is inside the IRS, comes after you. This guy is one of the worst humans on the planet, in my opinion. So don't sue me. I'm not saying that's a fact. A lot of people love him, really. A lot of entrepreneurs. This is from August 2018. So quite a while ago. It says, neuroanalytics startup Spark, S-P-A-R-K, Spark Neuro, raises $13.5 million from Will Smith. That's right. That's Will Smith, the Fresh Prince, Michael Eisner. Okay, you know who that is. That's Disney and Peter Thiel and others. It says customers of emotional response research firm include Netflix, Hulu, NBC, Universal, and Paramount. Goes on to say Spark Neuro, a startup in the emerging field of neuroscience-based analytics, has closed $13.5 million deal in Series A funding led by Thiel Capital's Peter Thiel. So he led the fundraising for this company with participation of other investors, including Will Smith and Michael Eisner. The New York-based company uses electroencephalogram EEG devices to measure brain activity along with other biometric inputs to gauge people's emotional responses and attention to different stimuli, like ads and movie trailers. Founded in January 2017, Spark Neuro's initial focus has been in the entertainment and advertising industries and accounts Netflix, Hulu, NBC, Universal and Paramount among its customers. So that's Peter Thiel, you know, the conservative libertarian focused on uh, investing in companies like this, basically extensions of what would be MK Ultra. It says Spark Neuro founder and CEO Spencer Gerald. This is the uh, guy uh, pictured up here. It says, uh, this guy said its proprietary system can get a truly objective read on how human beings respond to content. Traditional methods like focus groups, surveys, and polls fall short because they're inherently subject to biases and incomplete data, he said. So instead, we'll just hook their brains up to the machine and we'll know, do you really like the newest season of 
whatever stupid movie you're watching or TV show, do you really like it? Well, we know for sure. I, I, I think, folks, was it Yuval Noah Harari? Oh, yes, it was. The King Philosopher to the Force Industrial Revolution and the World Economic Forum said at one of his speeches at the World Economic Forum, that there will come a time when the great dictator of North Korea or another rogue state will be able to read your brain and your emotions and your feelings in real time. And so you may be sitting at home, it says, watching the Supreme Leader on TV, and you are putting on a smile, but inside you are angry. Well, they will know that. And then they will come to your house and beat you to death. Or maybe they'll just shock you with the haptic buzz scarf. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be right back. I got to go shock myself just because I can't believe this. I got to make sure I'm not asleep in some sort of some in some sort of a weird nightmare, ladies and gentlemen. When you're digging and you're looking for this stuff, it's everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. The technocracy is growing every single day i'll be right back this is dust to go with the dust to gold standard right here on pink tv slash gold you're listening to the dust and gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dust and gold standard on pain.tv Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Center right here on Payne.tv slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold. We're looking right now into Peter Thiel investing in this EEG uh, technology. The article goes on to say, quote, your emotions really drive all your decisions, and there's been no way to measure that. Research in this area has been really rooted in self-reporting, end quote, Gerald said. Gerald went on a roadshow to raise capital and ended up teaming up with Peter Thiel, Eisner's Tornante company uh, investment firm, and Will Smith. The round included a total of eight big investors who put in at least $1 million, including another A-list Hollywood celebrity who wants to remain anonymous, according to Gerald. I wonder why. I wonder why. It says, with the funding, Spark Neuro has a post-money valuation of $53.5 million, according to Gerald. He remains the company's biggest shareholder. Together, Gerald and CFO Jeremy Skikley, Skizley, Skixley, Zisclay, whatever it is, own majority control of Spark Neuro. So how does the company's neural analytic system work? Spark Neuro's approach measures four main factors to determine whether content resonates with consumers. Brain activity via an EEG test with 14 electrodes attached to subjects' heads Electrodermal activity, the process used in lie detector tests, facial expressions, and eye tracking. Now, you could do that um, through the VR headsets, actually. They have cameras that track your eyes. Goes in to say the hard part, according to Gerald, is making sense of the data. Quote, raw EEG data is incredibly noisy, end quote. Spark Neuro's team has developed proprietary algorithms to analyze the data collected, which amounts to more than 6,000 data points per second to measure emotional response and attention. 
right? So what they're going to make movies now based on this. Give me a break. This is this is for such other nefarious purposes. They make it seem like it's just about deciding if someone's going to like a movie or a commercial. It goes on to say companies in the entertainment biz have enlisted Spark Neuro for various purposes. Universal, for example, has used the neuroanalytics research to optimize movie trailers. There's, a, I guarantee, this is all the misdirection. This is all fluff. To determine exactly where people got bored or otherwise responded negatively, Hulu has used Spark Neuro as an ad sales tool to show marketers the different levels of emotional engagement between a regular commercial and a premium ad sponsorship. Now, folks, when you're looking at this, if this is real, right? So this company is basically operating an MK Ultra mind control experiments to decide how to better, better propagandize you. It goes on to say, among its work for NBC Universal, Spark Neuro has measured reactions to different promos and advertising among bilingual Spanish English speakers from Telemundo. NBC's Sunday Night Football tapped the firm to measure the difference between contextual ads, in this case, spots that were football themed, versus non contextual ads aired during NFL games. Spark Neuro found that NSF ads with football references perform better even among viewers who didn't identify as football fans whether they identify as men or women that's what we really want to know for paramount spark neuro conducted its first test with a full-length movie darren aronofsky's surrealist horror thriller drama mother starring Jennifer Lawrence, Javier Bardem, and Michelle Pfeiffer. The studio wanted to get some insight into how to market the unconventional movie and ended up featuring footage of some of Spark Neuro's actual testing in its promo campaigns. Oh, normalizing it. That's what they did, folks. Basically, Gerald said the data showed conclusively that the last 20 minutes of the movie are phenomenally intense. Spark Neuro plans to use the Series A funding to grow its headcount. It began with a staff of three and is now at 15 employees. Gerald is targeting 50 employees by the end of 2018. In September, Spark Neuro is scheduled to open its first international office in Tokyo, Japan. Spark Neuro was profitable after its first year in business, Gerald claimed. And so this goes uh, on and on here, on and on. But basically, here's what's happening. Peter Thiel this wonderful uh, MAGA guy that many people love so much, is involved with this uh, MKUltra Spark Neuro. Right? So they're reading people's minds supposedly to create better commercials, ad campaigns, and uh, movies. Let's take a look at this, though, folks. This one is from January 2022. I did not even do a deep dive, folks. This was skimming the surface. I call it skimming the surface. I start doing a few Google searches, and listen, for those of you, DuckDuckGo, Google, whatever, I'm being tracked and spied on everywhere. Every time I go into the computer, I'm entering the matrix. I have no illusions that one is safer than the other. I use Google because if I'm actually trying to do research, I could find most of what I'm looking for. So I skim the surface and I start looking for Peter Thiel, EEG, boom, I start finding all this stuff. And so I go, okay, this is interesting. Let me go down this path for a little while. Goes on to say here, exclusive founders fund, that's Peter Thiel, seeds sleep tracking startup. Again, this is from what, June, no, January 2022, so a year ago. 
Sleep tracking startup Earable has raised $6.6 million from lead investor Founders Fund, again, Peter Thiel, and Smilegate Investment as it prepares to introduce a wearable headset aimed at improving sleep and productivity. Again, Peter Thiel's main big company, Palantir, that most people have heard about. That was started shortly after 9-11 under the guise that they were going to use the software to track down terrorists based on financial transactions. It was funded by the CIA via its venture firm, InQtel. I've done a number of shows on InQtel. And so uh, now... Under the uh, Trump administration uh, back in 2018, they gave Peter $100 million. So now the Palantir software is sitting inside the IRS and being used to track you down by your financial transactions, social media posts, phone records, and much, much more. They are allowed to tap into all of that. Goes on to say why it matters. Arable hopes to reawaken the field of sleep tracking, which has been on snooze for several years as most available devices can't provide more than an estimate of the time you spent in bed. The big question, with dozens of sleep trackers already on the market, how will Arable's device differentiate itself and will people want to sleep with a headset? Quote, if someone is struggling with their sleep, they might be willing to wear a headband, but they also might be more sensitive to the disruption caused by it, says Seema Kosla, medical director of the North Dakota Center for Sleep. Quote, the less obstructive, uh, sorry, obtrusive, the less annoying, the better, end quote. How it works. Arable isn't just a sleep tracker. Tam Vu, the company's founder and chief executive officer, officer tells Axios. Uh, one, the headset includes bone conduction headphones and biometric sensors designed to improve sleep during the night and focus during the day. All right, so they're zapping you. Number two, quote, we're not a sleep tracking company. We're a neuroscience and artificial intelligence company designed to improve humans' cognitive function, end quote, says Vu who is also an associate professor of computer science at Oxford University. Number three, those sensors include an electroencephalogram, EEG, to measure brain signals, an electrooculogram, EOG, to track eye movements, and an electromyograph, EMG, to measure muscle response, as well as others. Oh, my God, folks, you're hooking yourself up to the matrix with this stuff. Please, please don't do this. If this show does one thing, achieves one thing, and it gets you to say no to this, then I've done my job. I feel like I've done my duty. I might get into heaven for uh, preaching the good word over here. It says, what's next? Vu intends for the earable headset to eventually be capable of sharing medical-grade data with a user's clinician. Last year, he co-authored a small study suggesting an early version of the device measured sleep with similar accuracy to what you'd get from a sleep clinic. The findings built on earlier research from 2016 and 2018. All right. I'm not going to go through uh, the rest of this. I am going to say that it says one fun thing. It's highly unusual for Founders Fund, the venture firm known both for its contrarian creator Peter Thiel and its early bets on companies including Facebook and SpaceX to invest in companies that haven't yet generated significant revenue. 
One, Arable is an exception, and general partner Keith Rabios led the investment, bringing Arable's total funding to $10 million. And number two, Rabios says he expects the device to help, quote, enhance human potential, end quote. Enhance human potential. You are not efficient, folks. You are not efficient. And so they want to enhance you. And Peter Thiel, the transhumanist technocrat, is behind this. And finally, this isn't a direct EEG company, but I wanted to show this to you because as I brought up on several episodes, MKUltra is alive and well. It's a combination of the Neuralink brain chips, the transcranial stimulation, uh, electronic helmets, uh, the stuff we're looking at here, EEG, and then it's combined with the rollout of the psychedelics, uh, government-controlled ketamine, uh, this fake lab-made psilocybin mushrooms. This is all going to be rolled out in the pot shops across America. All part of MK Ultra combining psychedelics with brain manipulation. All right. So here's Peter Thiel again. I've done shows on some of the companies he's involved with when it comes to psychedelics. He's not doing this because he loves you. And if you're someone who takes psychedelics or ketamine, as many of you have emailed me, you do, you know, more power to you. I'm not judging you. My job is to make you aware that they're not doing it because they love you. Whether you tell me it works for you or not. It working for you, if it truly does, and it's not just turning you into a vegetable, if it works for you, that is the unintended consequence of the rollout of the psychedelics. The real reason they're doing this is because they want to turn everyone into a vegetable. All right, they're going to load you up with psychedelics and strap these VR, AR, EEG uh, earbuds into your your head, uh, into your ears, you know, attached to your body. That is what they're doing. I've showed countless studies on this stuff, research papers and such. This is an article at endpoints.com. That's E-N-D-P-T-S.com. It says right here, Peter Thiel's psychedelics-focused ATAI, A-T-A-I, I've covered this before, acquires majority stake in Recognify and its lead schizophrenia candidate. Again, this is Peter Thiel now involved with this company. It says, billionaire Peter Thiel has made significant and sometimes controversial pushes into life sciences over the past few years, and one of his startups out of Berlin has made a new acquisition less than two months after achieving unicorn status. Atai Life Sciences purchased a majority stake Tuesday in Recognify Life Sciences, a company focused on developing treatments for cognitive impairment associated with schizophrenia. As if Peter Thiel cares about schizophrenics. The financial terms of the deal weren't disclosed, but the acquisition follows up a $125 million Series C in November, co-led by Peter Thiel, leading to a post-money valuation of about $1 billion for a tie. Recognify adds to a ties portfolio of companies with psychedelic and non-psychedelic approaches to mental health disorders, including depression, anxiety, and addiction. Tuesday deal, uh, I'm not going to talk about that. Let's skip forward for a second because I want to show you right here what's going on. So you have this guy. Uh, Shravinus Rao, and it says right here, quote, we have a biomaker we can use, which are these EEG parameters, end quote, Rao said, quote, there were particular phenomena noted in the 
uh, scopolamine challenge basically that slows down the frequencies in your EEG that's something seen in folks with schizophrenia. So that's one of the first things we want to see. Can you actually increase the frequency which would be consistent with procognitive effects? So there you go. You have Peter Thiel now involved with this psychedelic company, Big Wig and the Psychedelic Company. They're focused on manipulating the EEG parameters inside someone's head at the same time you have peter thiel investing in these eeg headset companies these wearable devices sleep tracking manipulating folks using it to figure out whether or not you're going to stay intrigued with ads and such and there's much more i found much much more so there you go just one demon one technocratic transhumanist, arguably the most powerful one alive today, Peter Thiel, behind this EEG technology. Folks, I'm sorry I didn't get to finish up Industrial Society and its Future, but I figured I had to put this in now to bookend the World Economic Forum discussion on brain transparency and the battle for your brain. So tomorrow, I will get right to Industrial Society and its Future. We will finish that up, and then we're going to move in 17 different directions. This is about to get crazy here guests coming on all this other research we have to do so ladies and gentlemen please 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 share this show with your friends please leave us a five-star review and a comment at apple Podcasts. and please consider right now seriously leaving us a donation at donorbox.org slash dustin gold show or if you want more value for your money, join us at pain.tv slash gold. Consider purchasing a Hotwire subscription. That is where Mike Moore does his highest level of intelligence. Or if you want the basic subscription, you'll get access to the ad-free video version of this podcast and the Thomas Payne podcast and access to the Facebook-like mobile application and website owned by Mike Moore. It's not set up through Facebook. It's totally private. It's as independent as you can get. It's on a server he controls. It is a standalone system. Obviously, we use software to build it, but it's as independent as it can possibly get. So think about joining that, folks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have a wonderful day at work without your earbuds in because it's only going to be a short time before your boss shows up and says, check out these earbuds we have. They're so wonderful. They're going to help you focus and be a better worker. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll see you tomorrow. My name is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold.